It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And welcome to your Thursday, Thursday morning, June the 23rd for 2022. And coming up, Scott O'Neill is back. We're talking commercial property and looking at some of the similarities that commercial property has with residential property. And also this morning, Katie Lee is back from the Hunter Valley with more details about this prize we're giving away. Just a reminder that every day I'll be giving you a secret word and you need seven of these secret words to enter the competition. So make sure you write it down. Listen out for that. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. Okay, let's have a look at weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney, where it is a ditto day to yesterday. Fine and clear skies, expecting a high of 19 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy, but the key word is dry conditions. And look at that temperature, the high of 17. Let's hope you get there. Brisbane is the place to be with blue skies and sunny conditions, a high of 23 degrees. And in Perth today, unfortunately, grab the raincoat and the brolly, expecting rain, and your high today is 19. Enjoy your morning coffee. Wake up every morning to the Real Estate Podcast. Well, of course, we are giving away this fantastic prize package to the Hunter Valley. Let's get Katie Lee. She's from the Hunter Valley Wine and Tourism Association back on the call. Good morning, Katie. Great to have you back. Oh, morning, Craig. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. All right, another little piece of information as part of this prize packet, it is building and building. So maybe just a recap on what is currently in the prize pool. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got two nights accommodation at Mercure Resort Hunter Valley Gardens with breakfast included, a deluxe tasting experience with Deulius Wines, a go-kart experience with Go-Karts Go Hunter Valley and a helicopter flight with Aerologistics Hunter Valley. So there is a lot to this prize already, Craig. Man, it, it is. And no wonder you're envious. I think everybody listening to this is going to be envious whoever wins this package. So what have you got in store for us today? Well, today we've got another wine experience, of course. Wouldn't be a Hunter Valley getaway without wine. So we've got a Coco Nib chocolate tasting experience with wines from Winehouse Hunter Valley. I tell you, Craig, this is one of my favourite experiences. I love wine and I love chocolate and together they make for a fantastic wine tasting and chocolate pairing experience. The two greatest things on your palate, wine and chocolate. Yes, okay. (laughs) What more could you ask for? Absolutely. And Katie, the wine tasting is close to the accommodation. Yeah, thanks, Amy. It is. Winehouse Hunter Valley is located in the heart of Bacolban, within walking distance from Mercure Resort. So you don't have to drive. You can just take a leisurely stroll across, do your wine tasting with Winehouse and enjoy some world-famous chocolates from Coco Nib. It's the best of both worlds. So another part to the puzzle, it is building every day. Thank you for that. We'll look forward to catching you back tomorrow morning. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Craig. I look forward to chatting to you tomorrow morning.
Okay, thank you, Katie. And this is the secret word for today. It is chocolate. So write it down. You need seven of those, of course, to go into the draw to win the grand prize of that getaway to the Hunter Valley. Informing you on real estate. Let's Talk Commercial, a podcast series with Scott O'Neill. Well, commercial property investing is real, it's growing, but unlike residential, a lot of people find the ins and the outs of commercial property investing a real stretch because of the unknown factor. And it's that old saying that what you don't know, you can be scared of. But is commercial property any more scarier than residential property once you understand the key triggers for commercial growth and creating cash flow for your retirement? Well, it's a good one to talk about this morning. And let's break that down a little bit. And as always, because it is a Thursday morning, it is a very good morning to Scott. O'Neill from Rethink Investing. Hi there, Scott. G'day, Craig. Good to be back. Yeah, great to have you back. Boy, two weeks goes by pretty fast, and I know that this subject matter this morning is going to be right up your alley, because what is interesting is that a lot of people, what they may not have factored into commercial property is the many similarities that commercial has with the residential market, meaning that there are plenty of factors which contribute to capital growth just the same as residential. And they include, I just want to go through a couple of these things like good location, yes, population growth, yes, strategic renovation potential, yes. And then we get into things that we want to talk about this morning, like the scarcity factor. So let's ask that first off. Well, just like the old supply-demand ratios we got taught in school, this still applies to uh, you know commercial property when it comes to capital growth rates. When a property or, or market is undersupplied and the demand's high, you're going to see capital growth. And that's exactly what we've been seeing in the last few years of commercial across all asset classes, but in particular industrial and uh, and certain types of retail because more investors have been targeting them and mostly for high yields and like you mentioned, good locations and all that uh, population growth. These are the same types of growth patterns that will push residential up as well. So there's a lot of similarities between them. And like you said, it is daunting if you don't understand it. It's still land and it's still got a building on it generally. And it's Australian property. And one of the other key things to consider is the tightening vacancy rate. So perhaps maybe just explain that a little to the listener, to somebody that might be thinking about commercial, what that means. Yeah, good question. Vacancy rates are one of the biggest uh, reasons for capital growth at the moment. And I'll explain it using two different asset classes. One is the office space. Now, everyone is quite famously aware of office space has been quite weak through COVID. People have been working from home. They're traveling less into the CBDs. And the result of that is less people in the office. So that has increased vacancy rates for CBD office markets all around the world. That has actually reduced the growth rate as a result because the rents aren't growing as quick because there's less demand, there's going to be less capital growth for that asset class. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you've got industrial. So you could imagine through COVID and and through the internet boom, we're seeing people are buying more and more online. That means more need for storage, more need for manufacturing. Basically, the logistics sector is is redlining and it's, uh, it's causing the lowest ever vacancy rates in, in the industrial market history. And that's causing rents to grow very quick in the industrial space. And investors are loving that, not only because uh, we're seeing fast growth rates in industrial rents, 
but it also implies a certain lay layer of security because if you know you're going to find a tenant quick because the vacancy rate's tight, then that's going to make you feel more comfortable with the asset and investors are going to be more likely to purchase it in that case, which actually increases the demand on the sale side of things. One of the other things is gentrification. Now, of course, we use that term a lot in residential. It may be that a lot of people don't necessarily connect gentrification with the commercial property. So perhaps just talk to that. Yeah, again, it's going to apply different to different asset classes. So industrial property won't really be as concerned with gentrification as retail would be. An example, like let's say the average income of an area grows, you might see more working class type retail shops like news agencies or certain types of restaurants get phased out and they might be replaced with gyms or bars or, you know, dentists, basically, you know, higher end retail. And that actually is another form of capital growth because the higher the quality of the tenant or the perception of the quality of tenant to investor, the more they'll pay. Also, higher quality tenants will tend to pay more per square meter. Main reason for that is just extra dollars they spend on fit out and they've got the ability to spend more because they really want to be in an area. It's a long-term capital growth factor. But if you know a market is improving for various reasons, it could be because they're knocking old units down and replacing them with luxury ones. And, you know, there's various other factors that cause uh, gentrification. But commercial markets are the hub of the community in those areas. So they are directly going to benefit from any type of residential gentrification in the area. And uh, if anything, they're almost the first to benefit from it. And is it fair to say that one of the big differences between residential and commercial property is that commercial has more of its growth attached to its rental income? Yeah, that's right. So as the rent grows, you're, basically how you calculate the value of a commercial property is its annual rent divided by the market's cap rate. Now, a cap rate is short for capitalization rate. Capitalization rate is effectively a percentage of a market. So I'll use an example. Uh, Sydney's capitalization rate for, uh, you know, just say general commercial property might be 4%. So if you're collecting uh, $100,000 of rent at a capitalization rate of 4%, all you're doing is 100,000 divided by 0 0.04, which is 4%. So that's a $2.5 million asset. So that's, you, if you increase the rent by 10 grand a year, on that same property with a 4% cap rate, that increases the value of the property to 2.75. So 10 grand of rent per annum equals 250,000 in capital growth. It's a very simple equation, which is uh, universally used across the world to calculate the value of commercial property. So to answer your question, Craig, yes, it's 100% attached to the value of the rent, but there's also other factors that influence the capitalization rate. And that's where it starts to get a little bit more scientific because every property might have a slightly different cap rate depending on the security, the length of lease, the type of tenant you've got in there, the age of the building. There's all these little, that's where it gets a little bit more gray, but the rent is attached to the value. All right. So quite a lot of information coming through with that. Now, Perhaps just looking ahead to the next time that we talk, it's going to be a good discussion because we're looking at yields and you've got some case studies that we're going to talk about next time. Yeah, that's right. I think it's always hard for people to visualise what commercial values and properties look like without going into exact details of a da you know of properties that you can buy. And so capitalisation rates, we'll, we'll look at them versus a few recent client purchases we've done and uh, yeah, just go through the numbers. All right, until next time, have a great Thursday morning. It's very good, Craig, and look forward to speaking with you. 
we connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.